Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, it's my fourth one. I can't believe I've made so many. <laughs> Usually I start with one and then I give up on things, but I was able to um, actually continue with this one. So thank you so much for listening to my stories and thank you so much for uh, enjoying them. Okay, so uh, this week I'm going to talk about London. London has a very special place in my heart, and I will explain all of that later. Um, London was actually a place I never thought I'd actually get to go to, just a place I'd see in movies. I didn't come from a very uh, wealthy family. You know, my my mom moved here from uh, moved to the United States um, from a very bad and dire situation, and uh, for me to be able to get to London and be able to survive and do all of that was amazing. I remember a guy gave me all of his pounds. For those who aren't familiar, pounds are is the currency in London. Um, anyways, he gave me all of his pounds and was like, when you go to London, <clears throat> um, just uh, use these coins and, you know, these are the currency there. I'm like, yeah, right, like I'm ever going to get to London. And I ended up going three times. So it was uh, great. Uh, great time and it was amazing to finally be able to get out there i just i remember thinking i was never gonna ever be able to afford or get to london due to my situation but i was able to and i was able to do a lot more than i have ever expected in my entire life so here is my trip to london also the way that this is gonna work it's gonna be kind of like my barcelona sieges uh and ibiza story there's gonna be three separate parts because i went to london three separate times so i'm gonna start with the first time i went to london i'm gonna end obviously with the last time i went to london and uh i <laughs> i think you're gonna enjoy these stories this one is not a sad ending it's actually really quite happy and I hope that you all enjoy. So here we go. We're going to start off with the first time I went to London. Alright, to kind of give you a little bit of background of how I got to London the first time, I we had a Christmas break because I was teaching school. And I was deciding where to go, and I was set on going to somewhere that I have always wanted to go. And so I looked on uh, the airplane, like for airplanes, and I noticed to get to London was incredibly cheap. It was maybe 25 euros, which is, uh, I guess, $27 American dollars, and then around 30 Australian dollars I want to say so um I was like this is the time this is the time I have to you know like this is the time I get to go to London and so I booked my trip it's mind you that I went <laughs> in December end of December and I went for three days because I heard, heard it was expensive and so I didn't want to spend so many days there and I was just like okay time to go to London <laughs> and um so I decided to go during a really cold time and I never regretted going at a cold time I love the cold and so I was able to continue to do everything I wanted to I had a big jacket and that I never got to use in Madrid because Madrid doesn't get cold <laughs> as cold as London or Berlin as this trip was because it was a trip to London and then Berlin and then back to Madrid so uh that it was a little bit of how I got to London the first time I had a little break and then it was cheap and I was like I gotta go this is it this is my time to go to London and so I think I went actually the day after Christmas, like the 26th. And so I'm here the day after Christmas, you know, in the UK. Uh, and that was great. So now 
I'm on the plane to go to London, and I'm already hearing all of these British people like talking in the back, and I was like, hell yeah, like this is my dream. It's it's finally gonna happen. I'm gonna go to London. I'm gonna go to the place where English originated, or whatever, <laughs> whatever Ben Delacrum said. <laughs> And I am gonna get here. This is probably one of the most exciting trips that I had planned in uh, Europe. And it did not let down, guys. This was one of my best trips um, that I ever did uh, while I was out in Europe. And so I land and I get out. And I am trying to manage my way through this airport, which is hella far from the city. Like probably like an hour and a half out and that's far for Europe because Europe is small and so I wasn't expecting to have to take a bus ride there for an hour and a half actually this time I took a train that's right because I remember going down to the train station and like looking at the at the trains and being like holy balls a one-way is 15 pounds so like 17 dollars 20 australian dollars like what that's one way this place is going to steal my money and i wasn't wrong (laughs) totally stole my money anyways so i finally get on this train and i remember the first thing i did was i was listening to a conversation that was happening over on the other side of me and i want to say these people on this train were rednecks <laughs> uh i don't know how they were are called over there in london but they were definitely one of those trashy people that you kind of like avoid but I was just kind of living for the moment and I was just the same time they were having the weirdest conversation about like god knows what I don't know I was just listening in and I was like oh my god I'm in London (laughs) oh my god all these British people in their cute little British accents like I'm here I've made it and so I was just listening to them and they I think noticed that I was listening to them so they moved and I was like come on like let me live my fantasy let me live my British fantasy a little bit Anyway, so they left, and so I I remember I had to stay at a place called London Bridge, and so that was actually a stop on this train that I took, which I was thankful for, um, because it was close to it, but it was also stormy and cold AF outside. It was like rainy and disgusting. My favorite weather, actually. Anyways, so I get to the to the uh, train station and I walk out and I'm like living my best London life. I'm here like I'm an LDN boy. Like I've made it like look at me with my three pounds that I have that that old guy gave to me and was like, here, use these when you get to London. That's me. I'm in London. Yes, queen. Play. And so I get out and all of these people are waiting before they they are waiting at the entrance of the train station and i'm just like see look at me with my umbrella like you guys have you heard of her like i have an umbrella and i can walk out whenever i want to you guys are all waiting here for god knows what and so i open my umbrella like all like sassy you know i'm in london i'm ready for it you know i'm ready to be here so i open my umbrella and i step out into the cold and no joke guys two seconds later my umbrella flips over breaks and the whole thing falls apart and like it flies away like no joke like i don't have my umbrella anymore so i walk back inside and all these were like looking at me because i was all so confident with my little umbrella and it completely broke completely 100% just broke out of my hand and I remember like uh, I am embarrassed like this is embarrassing because I was here all um, all like uh, confident that my umbrella would not break and shout out to my umbrella because you were a piece of crap and you made me look like a loser Anyways, I was like, well, it's time for me to put on my gloves. And so I put on all my like winter stuff and I went out and I had to walk. I want to say about 10 minutes uh, to get to my Airbnb, which was this little like mm, 
<laughs> run down little house and they took them like an hour to get to me when i got there i told them what i was gonna be there and they're like oh yeah no worries no problem but it was i think i did wait like an hour for them to let me into the airbnb and so i was just out there you know chilling and they finally get in here and it was a girl and a guy and it was a little tiny little apartment which i'm guessing you know how people live over there they were from i want to say romania and they were both really sweet you know i didn't have any issues so i went in there and um i remember um there was little curtains everywhere and uh there was like one curtain was a bedroom and the other curtain was another bedroom and then they had two bedrooms for them and so the living room they didn't really have a living room they just had two curtains <laughs> because they wanted they needed to make some money and you know i can't complain with that and so i had one of the little curtain sides and so i was sleeping there i was really close to the center i was still technically in zone one so i you know was very grateful and you know they showed me around the house and they explained everything to me and it was great so then the very first thing i wanted to do was go visit the big ben because you know that's like iconic and so i on the way there i um i remember being on the train and i was looking up and i was really confused about how the it was called the tube the subway there it's called the tube so i was looking in i was in the little tube and i was looking up and i was like where am i going like this is so confusing there were so many lines and it was like north end westboro also by the way they have the cutest names for everything there my favorite were but not to not the least you know there's more but my favorite ones were the waterloo piccadilly circus um what else was there there's there was so many and i was living for i was like oh they're so cute out here like with the cute little names and cute little whatever and so i was looking up and i was lost af i was trying to get to the big ben and i think that's in westminster uh westminster <laughs> don't don't ask me for me to do my british accent because it's terrible anyway so i am here on this train um trying to get to westminster and i'm just like looking up like i have no idea like, where i'm going and everyone was just watching me like look up and then some guy comes to me and he's like hey do you need help and i'm like yes and he's like oh um where are you going i'm going to go see the big Ben. and he's like oh that's in westminster like uh you go here but i think it's under construction and i was like um no <laughs> um no that is incorrect like this this cannot be under construction while i'm here like i i i do not agree with you and i do not accept that and i didn't say this time this was in my head and i was like mm -hmm, okay like in perf in person and i was like thank you for getting me there and so he he like we get out the train at the same time and he's like it's just up there so i he i went up to the top floor and i look out and i'm looking everywhere i see like the river and i see the bridge and i'm like where is the big bang looking around looking around and finally i asked uh, i think a police officer it's like hey uh where's the big Ben? and he goes he points to this thing and it was completely under construction i couldn't even see the clock like i looked and it was just construction and it was my first like no like i really wanted to go here when he wanted to um to see this whole like this the big Ben, like that was what i came here to do like i am so upset i am sad and i was just like no i will not let this ruin my london trip so what i did was i went and just in that area because it was already downtown or the center of london and i just walked around i went and found one of those red telephone booths i went and got on a like a two-story bus i went to um a lot of different buildings i went to a lot of different historical things the museums there are free so i entered into some museums and i was having a ball guys i was having an amazing time i remember just like 
like loving being there it was it was a little cold it was a little damp but i was just living for the moment and so uh about four or five hours in i got a message on grinder and i looked down and it was this super cute british guy and i was like oh he he can't be uh interested in me like this this guy is way too cute like he's a robot and uh, we start having this really great conversation, me and this robot. He's not real. And uh, I remember walking into a burger shop and he's like, hey, later tonight, do you want to hang out and do something? And I was like, yeah, okay, you know, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, all cool. Like, mm, yeah, sure, dude, like, whatever. And so I, um, I finished eating my burger because I was at a burger shop. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm doing some repairs at my place. Just come over later. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, whatever. And so um, that was the end of that. And to me, it was just kind of like, at this point, like, okay, just like, I'm guessing like a random hookup or a date or whatever. Whatever is going to happen, happens. So uh, I was thinking nothing of it. I was excited because he was so cute. Uh, I was, I remember being like ecstatic, like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with a London boy, like, hell yeah. And he was actually from London, born and raised in London, which is apparently really weird to, for people to encounter that, uh, because it's, London is so diverse and people are from everywhere there. And so for me to like meet a London boy and then get to hang out with him was very exciting because I get to like hang out with a local and he can tell me things that I, you know, that he knows about London that would be really cool for me to go see so I was really excited to go see him and meet him and so that would that was going to be like eight or nine that night and so I continued my tour around London and I went and I pretty much did everything the first day or this first day or the third day I think it was just um London is not London is very spread apart and um all the touristy things are in one little area there's yeah there's not really much i can say you can probably do it all within a day and so i remember being able to do everything that day and so i went and saw everything that i needed to in london the first day and then i went and got a drink at a gay bar called ku k-u ka i don't remember they had like a weird name for it and i remember the london gay scene isn't my favorite i remember like it was um kind of superficial and no one wanted to talk to you and I was there alone and I was just kind of uh just drinking some like I got a drink and it was really expensive it was like ten dollars ten euros and on my thousand euro salary I can't be spending that much so I was just kind of like turned off by the by the gay scene so I was just like okay you know what I'm just gonna go home and get ready for whatever's gonna happen tonight with the this guy that I met so I went back to my uh apartment and I ran into the other roommate the one that didn't show me around because only one showed me around so now I'm meeting the other one and she was so sweet she was like okay like welcome uh just like giving you some house rules if he forgot to tell you and I was like yeah no worries and so she gave me all of the rules and told me to clean up after myself and i was like i know this isn't like my house i get it and so i um went and got ready and i was like yeah actually have a date with a guy and she's like what you've been in london one day and you already have a date and i'm like yeah well it's kind of like you know a hookup date and she's like that's awesome like you have a good time but um Actually, I really would feel more comfortable if you gave me your number and um, texted me when you get there safe and um, just kind of keep me updated throughout the night because, you know, you're here alone and like the world's kind of a dangerous place. So if you could do me that favor and make me feel better. I thought that was really sweet of her. It was super sweet. Like, I just met this woman, and she was, like, already being so friendly and so kind to me. And I was like, okay, of course, here's my number. I'll text you when I get there. I'll let you know if I'm going to stay the night or, or uh, 
whatever and she's like great thank you so much like i really appreciate it and you just seem like a sweet guy and i really really would not like to see anything happen to you while you're here and so i left her my number um and she actually gave me dinner that night too and not to sound disrespectful or anything but that dinner was probably the most disgusting dinner i've ever had in my entire life and it wasn't because she couldn't cook it was because she uh made something from her home country of romania and it was like uh some like super uh i don't want to say it in spanish but i forgot what the name is called sour it was sour um it was this sour soup of like meat pieces <laughs> i don't even know where they were from and i only remember eating them it was chewy and i i she gave me bread with it and i was trying to soak it with the bread and make it taste better like i i couldn't i ate the whole thing and i was just like i need to go brush my teeth and i need to you know like not have this stink ass uh breath when i go meet this british guy and so i remember like mm, this is good like eating in front of her but i remember like in my head i'm like i'm gonna puke but anyways i scarfed it down and i was like i'm never eating this again and she has i am this is it <laughs> and i was like thank you so much and i'll text you when i get over there so i'm out the door and i am so excited to meet this guy like he's cute guys i think he is one of the cutest guys i've ever uh, been with and so i'm so excited to go see him i'm like giddy and i have my cute clothes on and i'm like walking down the street it's dark now i want to say it was like 9 p.m and i'm walking down the street i get on the metro it's about a 40 minute um tube ride and so i get there i finally get to the 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 um his stop which i think is oval i'm pretty sure it's called oval so i get up there and i kid you not guys i looked behind me and there was the most beautiful view of the city and it was just far enough where it wasn't like in the city i think actually oval is just barely on so in zone two so zone one um was one stop over towards the city and then zone two was just um further away from the city and it cost a little bit more to get there so it was terrible anyways so um i make it to oval and you get to see this beautiful view of the city and it was freaking fantastic i remember looking at it like wow i'm in london ldn you know like lily allen she's from here they gave out all the famous people that have been to london and i remember being like i am so lucky i am so grateful to be here this has been a dream of mine this has been a dream of mine to get to london it has i i cannot explain that feeling of accomplishment that i felt when i got to london or that whole time that i was feeling there because i honestly never thought i would be here never ever i never thought i would be there i never thought i'd go visit i never thought i get to do the things that i did when i was there it was really a great feeling of accomplishment because it was something i never thought that i would do anyways back to me meeting up with this guy so i walk and i uh get to the flat and i am so nervous i am so nervous i always get so nervous with these things one he could kill me <laughs> two i don't have all the my, my i'm not very body positive as you guys know towards myself so i'm just like what if he sees me and he's like oh i do not want to like be seen with you or something you know like i don't know i always have these weird feelings in my head and i remember texting him i was like i'm not the best looking person in like uh i don't look i look better in my pictures i think is what i said than i do in my in real life and he's like yeah i'm sure that's not true whatever just come over and so i head up there he's on the top floor of his building and so when you get there and you get out of the elevator and you look 
straight straight on like they said straight forward um, you see the most beautiful view of the city it was dark and it was all lit up all of the important buildings were there were looking so nice and I was just like whoa like I remember my mouth dropped in awe because of the view that this guy had at his apartment the apartment itself itself wasn't the best it was probably pretty pretty old but the the view the way everything was was absolutely breathtaking and so now i'm walking to the, his door and i go like knock 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 and um also just to kind of uh let you guys know the next day i was going to manchester for a, a day uh, and then coming back to London to spend the last day in London. So I uh, I kind of was in a rush. Not a rush. I kind of couldn't stay there the whole time because... Um, the whole night, I mean, because the at 6 or 7 a.m. the next day, I was going to go to Manchester. So I already had like an escape plan just in case. So I text my... Um, my roommate at that point i guess my airbnb host and was like hey i made it here and um i'll be okay and so i'm here knocking on this door and i hear him say something like uh just a minute and uh he opens the door and he is so cute i like I, I had the whole view of London behind me, but I would have much rather be looking at him. <laughs> and so I like was just like, oh, wow, he is so cute. Um, and so I get into the apartment and he's like, I don't like you should stop telling people you look better in your pictures because you definitely look better in person. And I was like, damn, OK, hey, dad, <laughs> uh, he is so my first opinions on him were he was beautiful he was uh he had these really pretty eyes he he was blonde i think yeah blonde no he had brown hair he definitely had like maybe dirty blonde hair that's what i would say he had dirty blonde hair he was uh either shorter than me or my height um and he was just so cute so we went and sat on his couch and, I, and on the other side of his apartment he had a balcony and the balcony was facing the other side so not the city was facing like this beautiful green um f- area full of like like the neighborhood pretty much and it was it had so much greenery and it was like it was spectacular there was different types of buildings and there was uh um bunch of trees and you can look over and it was just kind of very relaxing and so uh, I come in he's like do you want a drink and so he makes me a drink and um we go and we sit down on the couch and we start talking about everything about our lives about uh about the weather like stupid things and he asked me how it's like living in madrid and i'm like how is it like living in london he was telling me about his parents i was telling my my parents we got really close we got to uh really get to know each other i guess and uh at one point, I remember him starting to grab my leg a little bit, and I was like, oop, and I, oop, <laughs> and I, oop, and I was just like, oh my god, like, what is happening, like, oh, like, I, 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 I'm always, un- I'm always unsure, like, if I'm gonna end up hooking up with someone, because I don't know if, what their intentions are with me, but as soon as he grabbed my leg, I was like, scooted, I like scooched over, and like, put my leg over his, and, um, we were looking at each other, we were just kind of, uh, just talking, we were really close to each other's faces, and all of a sudden, we kissed, and sparks were flying, There's fireworks, like, I felt like I was in, like, a music video, I felt like I was in a movie, it was, like, the most perfect kiss I've probably have ever encountered, uh, and, uh, it was perfect, it was everything I needed, it was, like, wow, and then we stopped kissing, and he was like, 
do you want to go to the bedroom? And I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, I guess, like, I guess. And so we go and we go into the the bedroom and we start kissing and it got pretty heavy. And then we did end up, ended up having sex there. And it was the second time I think I ever had sex. So this, this is a... Uh, my last story was me losing my virginity and this one is the second time I had sex so it goes kind of like on the timeline with the Barcelona sieges so the first story of when I went to Barcelona for the first time with Tall uh about two weeks later I went to London so um I remember him being so kind he was so kind he looked at me and he was like is this okay is that okay are you okay (laughs) and i was like yeah yeah i'm good and i remember we were in the position to have sex like we were about to do it and he's like i know uh that this is your second time because i had told him and he was like i want to make sure that you are completely and 100 percent okay with us doing this and i just like my heart (laughs) dropped not dropped that's the wrong word my heart grew seven sizes that day i don't know how to explain it but it was just like he did everything right everything that i wanted for my first time he did and he made me feel special he made me feel good he made me feel sexy he made me feel everything and i was like yeah of course this is exactly what i want and I did it and you know I always tell people that was my first time that I had sex but it was really my second time but you my my podcast listeners you you guys have the inside scoop (laughs) and so I after everything was done after we had finished uh we were just laying in there and I was holding him and he we just kind of fell asleep I set an alarm and at 4 a.m. my alarm rings and I'm just like, I really have to go. And he's like, are you going to be back in London? And I was like, yeah, I'll be back on in two days. And he's like, perfect. Let's see each other again. And so I was like, OK, great. So I went and grabbed my stuff, uh, dressed again, gave him one last kiss and left. And I took an Uber home. I think I was like glowing because the Uber was like, have a good night. And I'm like, I had a great night. <laughs> He's like, oh, good, good. Uh, just heading home. Like, yeah, yeah. Just heading home for the night. He's like, oh, where are you from? And we had like a really good conversation all the way back. It was from Syria, I think, my Uber driver. I just, like, I was glowing, I was smiling, I was having a good time. It was great. It was amazing. I, it was everything I needed at that time, everything I wanted, everything worked out so good. And so um, I left, got on the, went to sleep for about three hours, woke up again, grabbed all my stuff, and then headed to Manchester. I spent the day in Manchester, which is another story, and then I came back to London. Now, this second time that I came back to London, um, I went and did other touristy things. Like, I I think I went into a museum, I rode a bike, I, um, I was just doing all of that, running around the city. And then it came to the night again where I told him that I would go and see him again. Now, this time, the next day I was going to Berlin, I was leaving. And I had to be on the plane at 6 a.m. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. But before I get to the story where I got to see him again, uh, I walked through Hyde's Park, which is, I want to say, like, the central park of London. This big, huge park. And there was something going on that was called a winter wonderland. It was kind of like a carnival. And they had all of these rides. And it was awesome i got to ride a a uh, one of those things that takes you up 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 and then it drops you but when it took you up it was the tallest building in in london and so i got to see the whole city and it kept rotating me got to see the city i got to see the ocean it was awesome and i remember i got there and i was talking to the guy and i was like how much and he's like for you five pounds and i looked down the price was 10 so he lowered it for me he's like i was just i i had such an amazing time in london people were so nice to me people kept doing things for me people kept like 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 being there for me and 
that's not typically the experience people get to feel when they're in London because people feel like the, the people from London are cold but I didn't have that experience I had people helping me every like everywhere I went like I'm like I was lost all the time <laughs> and they're like hey yeah let me show you and so they would always show me or or they let me get in let me get things cheaper or for free and so I, I I just was kind of like this is so cool like I love this place so much and so um uh they let me get on this ride for a lot cheaper than it was and it was awesome it was awesome it was great <laughs> and so now I finished this winter wonderland I was more excited to go to uh, see him, then I guess to go see London. <laughs> I know, it's kind of weird, but I was more excited to get to see him again. And so I remember to spend the whole day thinking about um, getting to see him again. And he, and so it finally got to the point where I got to go see him again. And I went there, and it was like the same thing as the night before. We weren't outside this time because it was cold, and so um, I was not. Uh, it was I was ex- I, I kind of went to go see outside, but we didn't sit out there because it was like I said, cold. And so um, we, I get there and. Um, he the very first thing he asked me he was like do you smoke weed and i was like with you yeah (laughs) and so um i was i we got so high guys so high and i was looking at him we were kind of like laying on the floor we weren't on the couch we were just laying on the floor and uh he was looking at me i was looking at him and we were just kind of laughing and giggling and it was weird because i don't remember the conversation we had that night because we were just so high we were laughing at everything i started laughing because he was speaking with a british accent and he started laughing because of the words that i was using it was just really great and so we like we got up and went to the bedroom and we hooked up a little bit but um I want to say I kind of fell asleep (laughs) and it wasn't because it was boring or anything it was because I was so high and he was so high and he like was like yo like I think we're too high for this and I was like I think so too and so we were just laying there we talked more and more and more and I opened up with him quite a bit I talked to him about my childhood and some traumatic things that happened to me and he was like you know you're really brave and you're really strong and I hope that you know that because not a lot of people can go through what you did and survive. And, you know, I knew that already, but not like in the way that he explained it was very sweet. And I, I really appreciated him for it because he made me feel like no one else had made me feel. And so uh, the alarm goes off. I have to get up. I say goodbye to him, and he's like, when can I see you again? I'm like, I don't know, the next time I'm in London. And so that was it. Uh, I got on my, um, I got on the Uber, it took me back. At this point I was staying in Soho, because I changed my, I changed where I was staying, uh, because I wanted to be a little bit away from the center, and then I wanted to be dead in the center. And, um, so I went back to Soho, I fell asleep for a couple hours, and then woke up and went to um, Berlin. And that was my London story, my first one. So I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I'll start the second one soon. Hey, thanks for your message. Um, sorry it's taken me a while to get back, because um, uh, I got home about a week ago and uh, just worked took a little while to like settle in to be honest like readjusting um i think i feel now like i have adjusted back um and yeah sliding back into normal routine really
London, take two. <clears throat> so, uh, let me start by saying that the first time I went to London, it was in December, so it was winter. And now the second time I'm going is actually in the summer. I think I went end of June. And so, um, the time in London was completely different. Let me tell you, London in the summer is a dream. It was amazing, perfect temperature. It was sunny, it was vibrant, it was full of people. And so London in the summer, I recommend. It might be a little stormy, uh, because that's what they're known for. But when I went during this time, amazing. Um, before I get to the second London story, um, I'll start by saying that I think I went for a whole week this time and I was staying with my London man. <laughs> uh, I asked him, I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I, I would really like to go to London. Is there any way that, uh, I can stay with you? And he was like, yeah, of course. Come, come stay. So I packed my bags. And this is kind of like a end of year trip for me because it was at the very end of my teaching. And uh, so I grabbed everything and I left like literally like the day after school ended. And I um, I get there and I don't think he's home or he told me to wait until a little while. And so I went to a mall that they had there, a shopping center. <laughs> And I just went and looked around. I got him a little card and I was like, thank you uh, for letting me stay with you. And um, <clears throat> I gave it to him. I wonder if he still has it. He put it up like as a little decoration on his, on one of his furniture pieces. Um, and so I remember seeing him. The first thing I did was give him a hug and a kiss. And he's like, how are you? And like, and we just kind of talked. Um, and we by saying this whole week was like I was in a relationship with him. And I lived with him, and we were like power couple. He was working still, and so uh, during the day I would go and do my own thing. I went and taught a bunch of different parts of London. I was riding a bike uh, everywhere because it was so nice. I didn't have to take the the tube or waste all that money. And I was just riding my bike everywhere. I remember almost dying on that bike because I kept trying to go into the right lane, and I forget that in London they drive on the left side, and it was great um and we I, I did all of those things again i went to all of, like the touristy places and saw how different it was during the the summer instead of the winter and during the summer there's so much more people everyone was so happy everyone was like hanging out at the park it was awesome i took a picture with my bike in front of the birmingham palace because they closed off the road because they were doing something with it i don't know but it was right dead in the center of it and um yeah, this London is a dream in the summer. It was amazing. Uh, it was perfect, 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 perfect. Everything about this trip was perfect. So during the day, uh, probably from 10 a.m. to about 2 or 3 p.m. to uh, 5 p.m. or whatever. Was it 5? Yeah, it was around 5. So then I would go home and then it would be us two, like... We were in a relationship, guys. Like, I know that we weren't really, really, but it was like we were. We were, um, we were holding hands. We went out to dinner. We, uh, we talked about everything. We talked about, like, things around the house. And I remember I cooked dinner for him. And I made arepas. And he had never had them before, I don't think. And so I made him some arepas. And I made him, like, this big, huge, uh, like feasts one night i made um we had breakfast together and i made him breakfast every morning it was surreal he this trip of london um i wouldn't say it was more like of the city of london um it was more for him uh i you know, I was excited to be back there and to go see, like, a lot of different things, but I was more excited to see him and be able to be with him again, and, uh, that whole week was kind of, like, really needed for me, because I was feeling down about not finding anyone in Madrid, and I was feeling down, like, I can't find a relationship, I can't find anything stable, I don't even know what a healthy relationship is, and that week with him 
was exactly what I needed to tell me this is what you want this is the kind of relationship you want you want to be like this you want to be able to you know do your own separate things and then get back together and uh just have all these fireworks be able to sit on a balcony and just talk for hours and have you know listen to his problems and um just kind of hold him when he was going through some major shit in his life uh he was trying to figure out what else he wanted to do for his job and I was supportive of him he was supportive of me and we talked about everything he gave me some really good advice on how to live my life and that whole week that I spent with him there uh, was better than any relationship that I've ever been in he it felt real it felt authentic it felt like it was real even though we knew that when I was going to leave London, that whatever that was, was going to be over. So we made the most out of it. And <clears throat> honestly, this was probably my favorite trip to London because I spent it with him. And he, even though we didn't really go do anything, we ate dinner out once at an Indian place on the street. But I was so infatuated with him during this whole week. I don't know how he felt towards me. Uh, I don't think we ever discussed it. But it didn't matter. He showed me what it was to actually be in a loving relationship. And to be someone um, who is loved. And I am so thankful for that. And I hope you're listening. I haven't said his name, right? (laughs) too bad y'all ain't getting the name he's just my london boy (laughs) so thank you so much for this whole week that week will forever be in my mind and i know exactly what i want now and i have to thank you for it because you showed me exactly what i wanted you showed me exactly what i needed to be happy and if i lived in london boy you know i would be on your dick <laughs> 24 7 but since we're in two different worlds um i just want to let you know that i really appreciate you and my feelings for you are authentic and thank you i cannot thank you enough for that week there anyways that is my london story Take two. London, take three. All right. So we're going to go back to an earlier uh, story, my one in Dusseldorf. So the reason I bring this up is because uh, I'm in the same situation here. I am with the Korean man. So... Right before we went to London, we were in Paris. And in Paris, uh, my London man, my London man, the Korean man was like, where should we go next? One thing I didn't tell you guys uh, was I had a big part of the decision making of where we went next. So, um, like, like Berlin, I don't think we were going to. And I was like, we should go to Berlin. And he's like, you're right, we should. Or Prague, we were gonna go to Prague, and I was like, we should really go with it. So, a big decision making uh, on wherever we went to, and I looked at him and I was like, why don't we go to London? I'm teaching you English. Let's go to a place where it's not just my English that you're gonna be hearing, because you're used to me speaking now and you understand everything I'm saying. But let's go to London. Let's go to the UK and have a good time over there. And he was like, you're right. I'm here to learn English. And what better place to do that than London or the UK? Because we went up and down that island, girl. (laughs) Anyways, so uh, we packed our bags from Paris and we're on our way to London. And so at this point, I started texting my London man. I was like, hey, I'm going to be in London for five, six days. Let me know if we can meet up. And unfortunately, this trip, uh, I wasn't able to meet up with my London man. But 
it was still a good trip nonetheless. So we ended up going to London, and you know, he was a big fan of museums. Also, just letting you know, this was near the end of our uh, month trip. I think we had maybe a week or two left together, and so um, a week and a half left or something. And so uh, at this point, we were like, we were kind of getting on each other's nerves. It started kind of when we were in Brussels, but now we're like, uh, when he would get drunk, which we, which would happen all the time because he would have his little Korean whiskeys and we, he would drink and we would drink and he would get drunk and then he would criticize my life. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, at this point, it was like our hype and I was just kind of like, let's go to London. Like London is magical. London has been magical for me. And it repaired our like our little tiff that we had. London is magical for me. London is the place where I go when... I need something in my life. I need something fixed. And when I went with him, he absolutely loved London. He's like, I love this place. And I was like, I know. It's beautiful. It's great. It's it's magical for me. It, it, it really does fix uh, everything wrong in my life, personally. <laughs> Might not be the same for everyone. But anyway, so we were going around. We went to a bunch of different museums, a bunch of different uh, types of workshops and so that they had there we went to a really cool museum where they had a bunch of different light shows and a bunch of different movement pieces tv shows they talked about culture talked about uh, sexual orientation it's a really cool museum and you would i remember walking through this like path and the sides would open on me it was like a path outside it was white there was like white pillars uh all the way down and when you would walk they would open like snakes like if if you were being eaten by a snake and the the body of the snake was opening that's exactly how it would be like so you would walk and like the 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 pillars would open and it would close again behind you so it's a really, really cool museum. That was something I didn't do any of the other trips. Uh, it was only like a uh, museum that was there for a little while. So, uh, yeah. And so that's what we did there. Um, and we, what else? Um, we went to a bar there. We went to a couple bars because he really, in a different city, he really liked going to a bar. So he's like, let's go to bars. Let's go and hang out and do that and talk to people. So we did. We went to a couple of different bars by the Airbnb. We, at this point, we were staying near Greenwich. If any of you know where that is, it's a little bit of like the South London area. South, South London. <laughs> um, and so that's where we were at. Um, I remember walking up the street one day and i was being so confident i was like i know london i knew great like i'm british at this point like this is my third time here like i'm great and then i biffed it i fell hard bitch like what miss valentina said she fell hard bitch and um I got up and I was bleeding. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to go stop by a coffee shop and uh, get to, like, I, de- I need to get fixed. Like, I, like, I'm broken. So I walked in there and I looked at them. And I looked at the two people working behind the counter and I was like, yo. And this was me after I was like, I'm, I'm London. Like, I'm great. And I'm doing great here. You know, I'm like a British person. Right. And so I I went in to the um, I went into the the coffee shop. Right. And I was like, yo, guys, I totally just biffed it outside. And they both looked at me like, what the hell is he talking about? And I looked at them like. I need help and I was like oh yeah that's right that's totally like an American way of saying it so I looked at him and I was like hey I sorry I fell hard outside and like oh okay sorry yeah 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 and they looked at me and they're like would you like a plaster and I was like what the f- is a plaster and they looked at me and they're like uh band-aid I'm like oh yeah 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 get me get me get me five plasters girls because like I'm a little bit bit plastic today. Get me a plastic. And so they got me um, a couple band-aids and I went downstairs and I put them on and I cleaned up my wound and then I went upstairs. I was in pain the rest of the time, uh, the rest of the day. And my ankle was swollen. <laughs> and the, the Korean guy was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm great. And you know, I wasn't that great. <laughs> also, um, during this time, they were having a big, huge event all over London where you can go into different houses and different places to buy houses for architecture stuff and he's really into that he's really into the architecture stuff and so he 
Uh, we went to all of these different places looking at all of these beautiful like furniture pieces and things like that and it was great it was really really cool um and um i remember the, uh going around with him into these streets and we're talking we met up with like a scottish woman who was a painter and he was like hey for my company we might be looking for painters and she said oh great let me give you your card and we went and had coffee with her he paid for everything he paid for everything the whole trip i miss my korean man because i'm poor now and i would have really liked doing a trip like this um Anyways, uh, he, yeah, so we, we did all of that. I showed him around London. I showed him the good time. And at the end of it all, it was his birthday too, by the way. Um, that was the same, one of the London days was his birthday uh, day. So I went and I got him a candy bar and a uh, card. And I was like, it's been awesome talking with you and meeting you. And thank you so much for this opportunity. And I wish you the happy birthday that you deserve. And I am so grateful that... I get to spend it with you, you know, this is weird, <laughs> uh, and I hope that, and, and then he showed me all of, like, his co-workers were sending him happy birthday in Korean, and they were so excited for him, he was about to meet up with them, too, because after we finished our time in, uh, Manchester, which was our last trip, he went directly to, uh, to Bologna, uh, Italy and met up with his co-workers there and got everything figured out over there uh, and so yeah um, one night after uh, so when we w moved into our um, home <laughs> in London um, there was a bedroom upstairs and a bedroom downstairs so I strategically the downstairs one was right next to the door so I strategically took his bags upstairs put him in the room and i was like hey this is your room and he's like oh my gosh you're so sweet for taking all of my baggage upstairs and i was like you're welcome like you know me i'm always th thinking of you but it was honestly one of the most um one of the most selfish things i did i did it because i wanted to leave <laughs> I wanted to sneak out. And so um, I was on Grindr. I wasn't able to go see my London guy because he was working and he had a lot of other things to do. But I was on um, Grindr and I met someone on there. And I was like, well, I had a, such a great time with the last person I went to London with. And well, you know, I wouldn't mind me meeting someone else. And so, sorry, if you hear all of that noise in the background, it's because I have a cat in my room and he, I mean, she is just having a great old time. <laughs> um, so, uh, I was, I met this guy, uh, on the grinder and, um, one thing you should know about him is that he was in a wheelchair. He is in a wheelchair. And, uh, I knew cause it said on his profile, he's like, I'm in a wheelchair. And he was like, we were talking, and he was like, you're, you're really quite fit. And I was like, I don't even go to the gym. <laughs> That's my joke, guys, because you know Americans. <laughs> He's like, ha, ha, ha. No, no, that's not what I mean. I'm like, I know, I was just kidding. But anyways, um, we, I was like, yeah, I'll come meet up with you when, yeah. So me and this guy, my, my, uh, this guy I, i'm gonna call him hayden uh me and hayden we meet up i was so nervous i was getting nervous to meet people on dates uh after i sneak out of the house oh yeah okay the whole sneak out situation here it was easier because it was he was upstairs but i was still like like tiptoeing and like uh i opened the door and i closed it really quietly and like the thing is from his window he can see in the front yard but he would have to be standing at the window so i looked up and he would like the lights were off i heard him snoring so i just like closed the door and i ran bitch i ran down that street like i was so sweaty and i went to the corner i was like oh god like it's hot this was also during summer this was late summer so it was like three months after i had already been to london um so it was fairly soon after the the last time i was in london with my london boy Anyway, so uh, he's like, I'm going to be in Greenwich. And I was like, cool, I'll meet you over there. So I call an Uber, I want to say, or I took a bus. I think I took a bus. And I ended up over there uh, in like 10 minutes and I kept looking for him. And eventually I found him. Eventually we found each other. And he <laughs> he had this like little electric, like a... Uh, um, 
scooter uh not scooter wheelchair and we were just driving around everywhere uh and we went into a bar and um people kept buying us drinks guys no joke me going on a date with someone in the wheelchair means free drinks in london i guess because um they were like oh like oh you guys are like doing the guys are out here together cool and they kept buying the strings kept getting us shots we were by the end of the night we were wasted um but uh, at this bar specifically uh, people kept coming up and talking to us uh and we were having a great great time we were just dancing and he was in his wheelchair dancing it was great um and so um we at this bar uh he, this girl comes up to us and uh she she comes and talks to me uh i also want you guys to know that the guy in the wheelchair is slightly deaf so he can't hear everything and this girl comes up to me and she goes this kind of pissed me off she goes oh my god i i'm so glad that you were able to bring him out and you know like as a caretaker people his age or our age when they're in wheelchairs they don't get to spend so much time to be able to come out and and have a good time so i really think that it's a great thing that you are taking him out and you guys uh, are having a good time and you let him explore his 20s and i looked at her and i was like bitch he's my date <laughs> and she goes oh and i was like i'm not his caretaker he can take care of himself fine like i he brought me here and i'm not from here and she's like oh yeah you you really are quite american i'm like yeah very american and like don't be don't be that way like don't look at someone in a wheelchair and feel bad for them i don't feel bad for him he's on a date with me you know like that's doing pretty good <laughs> just kidding but uh uh, she's like oh i didn't mean it and i was like well you know what would make this better is if you bought us a drink and so she went and i got us all a drink and we were just dancing all the whole night and um and then we left because the bar closed and we went to a different one we went to a gay one that was down the street and there was these two lesbians and me and him were just sitting and talking and like dancing and um there was these two lesbian girls on a date there they just kept staring at us and she comes up to us she's like can i can i buy you a drink and i was like hell yeah come buy us a drink like whatever man like i didn't spend any money that night and um people just kept buying his treats it was amazing uh and he was the sweetest guy there was one point where i did have to help him use the bathroom which was absolutely new to me um he was my date and you know uh i i don't uh, like i didn't feel weird about it i knew uh that i was going on a date with a guy in a wheelchair and i knew that maybe this was gonna happen and it was fine so i went and helped him use the bathroom and then um we went driving and he was wasted and i was like is this considered drinking and driving and then he ran runs into a garbage can and he's like i guess it is now <laughs> and so um yeah i ended up going over to his place and we did end up hooking up it was fun like i have never hooked up with someone that was disabled from the uh waist down um but I do not regret it. It was awesome and he was so sweet and he kept telling me how excited he was to have me in bed with him and I was excited to experience this new thing with him and uh it was awesome like <laughs> I I have this big smile on my face. I don't know if you guys can hear in my voice, but the like these are my favorite stories to tell these these ones that aren't sad like my barcelona one was kind of sad my dustle joe force was kind of sad and this these all of these london ones are so genuine and so close to my heart that i i just i just have a great time ta- talking to you guys about them um anyway so uh i you know we were just kind of cuddling in the bed and he was so sweet and uh I think well, I'm not going to tell you any details during the the whole sex but um if you're listening Hayden 
Thank you for an amazing time out in London. You were so sweet. It was great. And I really, really appreciate you. Uh, and thank you for that new experience that I never experienced before. Uh, dating someone in a wheelchair with other disabilities, it was not anything like I was expecting. Um, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know if I was going to say the wrong thing or whatever. But he was so sweet about everything. And um he was understanding and he liked me and he was sad that I was leaving. I was sad I was leaving too, you know. All of these guys that I meet in London, I think I could um, actually have something with them. But unfortunately, it just doesn't happen that way because I don't live over there. So maybe that's something I should consider looking into, going into something and moving into London because I feel like I have such a good <laughs> such a good time every time I go there and maybe I'll find someone that is worth my time liking. So that is my third London story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh that was the last one. And so now I'm going to uh grab my little uh whatever this is i keep forgetting my bucket my bucket and seeing what is the next story i'm gonna tell you guys okay so this one says saint andrews so what i'm going to do is actually do my glasgow edinburgh saint andrews combo mix so uh, i'm excited to talk to you guys about it so my saint andrews glasgow uh edinburgh combo mix will be coming up next week and excited to talk to you about it and i am so ever so grateful for you guys listening to my podcast thank you um i know they're not the most professional things in the world but i am having such a good time talking to you about everything so thank you thank you thank you and um like they say in england ta means thank you by the way <laughs> i didn't know that anyways ta and i will talk to you guys next week Thank you.